Hello, Tzoharayim Tovim. Today we study the Rambam's second chapter of Hilchot Tfilin, Mezuzah Vesefer Torah. How do you write Tfilin? That's the topic of our, of our parak. The Rambam tells us, just to understand the basics, Tfilin Shalyad, the one you put on your arm, Tfilin Shalrosh, are very similar in the way that they both have four parshiot of the Torah written on cloth and placed inside the boxes. These four parshiot are Shema Vayayim Shamoa Kadesh Vayakiyaviyacha from Parshat Bo and from Parshat Vatchanan and Akev. Four parshiot. The difference is that in the Tfilin Shalyad, it's one cloth, four different parshiot on one cloth. Tfilin Shalrosh has four boxes, four different klafim. In the rest of the halachot here, the Rambam tells us about the importance of making sure you don't miss out even on one letter in the tefillin. There's something called ot, there are milim, you know, chaserot ot. Sometimes you have a vav, sometimes you have a yud. So you could write Hebrew words in a way that's chaser. I could write the word chozek, uh, chet, vav, zayin, kuf, or chozek. Chet, Zayin, Kuf. You could write it with a Malay or Chaser. The Ramam tells us a whole list of these things. The same thing is true with something called the Tagin. The Tagin are the crowns at the top of the letters. If you look at a Sefer Torah, you could see crowns on some letters. The Ramam gives us a list of all the letters that have Tagin on them in the, in the Tefillin. So that's the general outline of the parak. The last Halacha is the one, I, the one I want to focus on. How often do you have to check your Tefillin? This is a fascinating misconception in Halacha. If you ask people, they'll say, oh, every year, check your Tefillin. Or check your tefillin every two out of seven years. But if you look at the words of the Rambam, not true at all. Let's look at the halacha yudalef. Hakotev tefillin b'chetav yado. O shelakchan mina mumche. O misha'ar adam uvadkan v'achzran oran. If you bought your tefillin, you wrote them yourselves. You bought them. You bought them from an expert. Or you checked them yourselves and you put them back in the leather. Le'olam einu tzarech levadkam pamacher. You never need to check them again. Even after a number of years. As long as your tefillin are closed, we assume the cloth of the tefillin are considered kosher. We don't assume anything has been erased or changed or punctured. And the Rama brings proof of a story of Hillel Hazakain who says, He says, I'm wearing the tefillin from my mother's father. And the assumption in the story of Hillel is that these tefillin have not been checked at all from the time that Hillel's grandfather wore them and the time that he is wearing them. So where does this notion come from that you have to check your tefillin every year or every two out of seven years? The truth is that this opinion of Hillel Hazaken and the Psach of the Rambam is based on the opinion of Beit Hillel in the Talmud Yerushalmi, Masachat Ervin, uh, Perak Yud, Halacha Aleph. And Beit Hillel says you never need to check your tefillin once they've been put in and closed properly and checked from the beginning. Beit Shammai says, no, the truth is you should, you could, you should check your tefillin every, uh, every single year. The Ramam clearly paskins like uh, Beit Hillel. Now, what do we do about this practically? The Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Lamitet, just like the Rambam, you don't ever need to check your tefillin as long as they were checked properly before being put in and as long as the tefillin have not been opened. Uh, but he does write that uh, if you don't wear your tefillin on a regular basis, then you should check them more often and you should check them every two out of seven years, every three and a half years. Now, where's this notion of three and a half years come from? So Rabbeinu Asher explains, is quoted in the Beit Yosef in Siman Lamitet, or Achaim. He says it's actually taken from the Halachot of Mezuzah. A Mezuzah needs to be checked every three and a half years because it's exposed to the elements. And people are touching it, they're kissing it, a lot of movement, you may be having ball throwing in your home, and you hit your Mezuzah. 
Whereas when it comes to tefillin, we assume the tefillin are kasher, unless uh, unless we have reason to believe otherwise. The Mishnah Brewer does point out in Siman Lamedchet, Lamedchet, excuse me, that uh, if sweat zeya or if, if your tefillin are opened, there could be other reasons that you might think your tefillin have become uh, pasul. But otherwise, we assume that they're kasher. They have a chezkat kashrut. We assume them to be kasher unless we uh, unless we know otherwise. Practically, Rav Shlomo Zaman tells us that the uh, the thickness of the leather that's used today to cover the tefillin is, is very thick. And therefore, again, there's no reason to have to check them unless you have reason to, to do so. Rav Vadio Seif Paskins in Yechavedat, Aleph Memtet, he says, uh, listen, checking it every year is a pious custom. So there's a difference between the fundamental obligation, which is never, you don't need to check your tefillin really ever, according to Shulchan Aruch and the Rambam, versus pious practice that a person needs to, wants to be uh, extra careful. And I think there's, a, there's an important lesson here. You know, sometimes we, we focus so much on the external accoutrements, the, the accessories of, uh, of uh, you know, of our avodat Hashem. And that is important. We need to make sure we have everything physically correct, the mitzvot, our tefillin, tzitzit, and these things have halachic sort of requirements that we need to make sure to adhere to. But it's important that just like we do the physical checkups on our, on our tefillin, on our tzitzit, uh, we also need to do the same thing internally, right? We have to do a cheshbon nefesh. What's going on inside? We have to check in with our with our neshama, and not just uh, we can't just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm on a path here." Or just just continuing on cruise control inertia. This is how I grew up. This is what my parents taught me. I went to school, so now you know I'm an FFB. I'm from for birth, so I got chazka kashrut, and I'm just sort of continue on this path. The uh, what we learn from those who are pious with regards to tefillin is that, uh, you know, you need, a, you need a check internally. You need to do that check. You need to do that bidika. You need to make sure that you're in the right place. You're moving along. You're progressing. You're growing. You're expanding. You're learning. And that's, uh, I think, what the mitzvah of tefillin teaches us. So again, you never need to check your tefillin, assuming they were written by a, a proper sofa and that they don't fall into water or get sweaty or anything happens or they're not opened up. But, but... It's always good to do that extra check to make sure that we're on the right path and that our tefillin are kosher. Yom tov l'kulam.